Hi, Kerry here again with uh, Best of Us Investors. And I got a call from my son, Trent. Uh, you met him last Sunday in the video. And he said, Dad, it's time to go into the bond market. Well, what flashed through my mind was when I was a six-year-old boy, uh, somebody gave me a savings bond for Christmas. Wow, boy, did I enjoy that. And that's about the, the, my knowledge of bonds. And I said, well, Trent, I really don't have a working knowledge of bonds. I know it's interest in yields and you know, teeter-totter, but I really don't understand. Well, Dad, you are a financial advisor. Certainly you know that. I said, no, I don't. He said, well, come on down. Come on down. Get in the car and come on down. Well, that's a five-hour drive. So I did. And um, I said, have the coffee ready and I'll bring my camera and I'll walk around and you explain to me why I should be considering bonds and how bonds work right now and, um, and give me some insight. So um, I went down and not really, but we had a cup of coffee and, you know, best of us investors coffee. You should you, you got one of these, don't you? You can get them at the store or at the website. Um, and he explained to me how the bond market works. So I want to share that with you. Uh, get yourself a cup of coffee. Let's, let's uh, get a little education here. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Bonds equals boring, right? That's our typical thought about bonds, the bond market. It's there to take risk off the table, the traditional, you know, what financial advisors usually preach, that 60-40 split for moderate investors. Bonds historically are viewed, I think through the eyes of most people, that they're boring. And the honest truth is the bond market well, it can be exciting, and most importantly, it can tell you when, when to do and when not to do. If you follow the bond market, not just on a daily basis, but on a weekly, monthly, and yearly basis, it can be a great indicator to what is to come in the near future. You go back to, say, March of 2019, and if you look at the 10-year German boon, the 10-year treasury, all of those yields started to fall. And as a refresher, when yields fall, bond values go up. And why do bond values go up? It's because there's fear or there's anticipation of something not so good happening. So what's that one thing that is being heavily talked about in anticipation this year that will come to, maybe come to fruition four times? Yeah, that's right. A Fed funds hike. Now, if they hike the four times, the trouble that could cause in the market, well, it could be disastrous. And that's where I start to look at the bond market. In particular, the treasury market, the German bond market, and the Asian bond market. So if you look at today's action, and this is Tuesday, uh, the 18th of January, the 10-year treasury made a jump in its yield from 1.77% close on Friday 
versus today it jumped up to 1.85%. And I'll tell you this, I've been so excited about this day because what I did was I went and bought some TLT and I bought some treasury exposure because I believe what's gonna happen next, well, we'll get closer to March and the Federal rise raise its rates one time. And the 10-year treasury, the yield, hmm, I think we'll see probably 1.5 easily, if not sooner. And then eventually, if they go through with raising rates uh, four times, we'll see below 1% yield on the 10-year treasury. That's a big move. And when you can buy a vehicle that will make that move with it, holy cow, that's a money maker. I mean, when's the last time somebody came up to you and said, dude, I bought a chunk of uh, Apple uh, corporate five-year corporate bonds today. I am so stoked. I'm going to make a ton of money on this trade. It's rare. It's rare you ever hear anybody come out and say, hey, I'm trading bonds. It's rare. But if you look at some of the big hedge funds in the world, that's all they trade. And they trade on massive levels. And the reason is, is you can leverage them. And I'm not recommending you take any leverage. And I'm, this is not advice in any way. But you see companies like Citadel, Ken Griffin, who's one of the wealthiest people in the world. Citadel started out trading bonds based on quantitative models. Now, how do you make money on something that may, may move half a basis point? or a hundred basis point in a year. The way these guys make money is they leverage up. And at times they leverage up really, really big, like 55 times, 10 times their principal. So if you're trading a billion dollars and you leverage up five times, holy cow, you exponentially make bigger returns on a small move. Now I'm not recommending you leverage anything. Hell, I'm recommending you don't leverage anything. What I recommend you start doing is looking at the bond market as an indicator to where we are headed economically. Why do I use the bond market? Well, number one, it is the largest traded market in the entire world. So how big is the bond market on a global scale? As of 2021, the bond market is $119 trillion behemoth. This is before leverage. And yeah, like I was talking about with Ken Griffin and Citadel and these other hedge funds who leverage up on bonds, it's even bigger. I mean, can you imagine $119 trillion leveraged twice or five times? Holy cow, that's enormous. In comparison, the equity markets at the end of 2021 or so was about $95 trillion. Now, is there more leverage there? Nah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, if you're gonna leverage something and take risk, once you go with like something that most likely won't blow up on you or lose five to 10% in a day, bonds are less volatile, they're less risky. And since they are less risky, when you see events like uh, March of 2020 with COVID, and you see some other events, 
you see money start flowing into bonds because it's the safety trade. It's a safe place to go. You know that Apple has a fractional probability that it could go bankrupt, right? Whereas the U.S. government or the German government or China's government or Asia in general or Japan's government, chances are they're not going bankrupt. Now, I say that with a little bit of a you know side note. Japan, well, they've been in a 30-year-plus uh, bear market when it comes to their economy and their bond market, but they haven't filed bankruptcy yet. But there's always something that could drastically affect the value of an apple. And I'm not saying in any way that it is or anything, but when it comes to safety and safety trades, you're looking at the most conservative, most backed asset class in the entire world. Well, then you would look at probably government bonds. When you start to see people, corporations, institutional traders start moving their book of business to more conservative assets, you got to assume they're the, the people in the know. They know what's going to happen. And when you start to see the 10-year treasury, the 10-year boon, uh, the 10-year uh, in Japan start to yield, start to move downward, chances are, well, the smart money's getting out of the way of the freight train that's coming. So let's look at the 10-year Japanese uh, bond, their version of our 10-year treasury. It's right around 0.15%. Yes, that's the yield on it, right? Well, it's been bounced. It made a sizable exponential move higher. And now it's sort of topping out, even though today, Tuesday, it did make a move from 0.15% up to one, a point one, or 0.14% to 0.15%. So there was a, it's a nice size move for a, a bond like that. So money is flowing out of there, but chances are, as we start to see, see more and more of this Fed tightening, raising interest rates, you're going to see those yields on those 10 years start to come down. Now let's consider the U.S. 10-year Treasury. It is at 1.85% when I shot this video today, Tuesday, the 18th of January. This is that top end that statistically should be the top of the range. Now we could get to 2% on the yield, but this is where I'm looking at going, this is the top side of the trading range. This is my buy area, because I think yields are gonna start coming down as we get closer and more data comes out about companies slowing down on earnings and that the economy is starting to slow. So here's what I would recommend watching. The comparison between the two, two year Treasury and the 10-year. As you see the 10-year yield top out right around say 1.85 to say 2% and start moving down and you see the two-year yield start moving up, you know we're seeing a rotation to more and more risk off. As we get closer to March and the Fed funds uh, you know, meeting and their first potential uh, increase in the Fed funds rates, watch the equity markets. You're going to start to see more and more sell-off. Just to give you uh, something I'm looking at also, today the S&P 500 broke its intermediate trend line 
uh, 46.14, I believe it was, it went below that. And that's a 90 day average, roughly three months is what I look at. If it's above that, I know the trend is up. If it's below that, I know the trend is down. And all of a sudden the S&P has gone trend down. Now the triple, the NASDAQ 100 or the triple Qs, as I re reference it, has also been in a negative trend on an intermediate trend uh, cycle. So what this is all telling me is money is taking, smart money is getting out and taking risk off and they're moving to more conservative places like bonds. Watch the 10 year German boon and watch it. It's at a negative last I checked 0.02%. Yes, people still own the German boon that pays nothing. I believe it will continue to go. The yields will eventually turn just as they will in the US Treasury uh, market. And you'll see those yields get back down to that 0 .01, uh, 0 0.05 to 0 .10, uh, 0.10 range or negative 10 range. When you start to see this start happening, this is when you need to start becoming cautious. Heck, right now, I'd be looking out. Where have I got enormous profits? Where can I take a little off the table and preserve those profits versus writing this thing out and going, oh, it's all for the long term. It's not the same world we lived in 20 years ago. All right, so there's it, my message. Y'all take care. Hit the subscribe button if you're not a subscriber and hit the like button. And please leave some comments. I'd love to read what you all have to say. And until next Sunday, y'all take care, peace, and live loud.